everybody. Welcome to Rock and Roll Shinsu 2. My name is Gabe Estel, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Levi Leach and Jonathan Getz. How's it going, guys? Yay. Yeah. Episode hands. 54, where are you? Episode number 54. Here we are, <laughs> folks. Well, it's good to be back. Um, you know, uh, tonight we're really just going to, obviously, the news over the last probably 72 hours has been dominated pretty much by one story. So definitely, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about Scorpion Prince leaving this Earth, returning to his home planet. And uh, also, we'll talk uh, a little bit about baseball as well, which we're going to start with that right now. So going into, um, you know, we're about at about the, the point of where most teams have played about 20 games-ish. You know, anywhere from, looks like, 15, 16 to 20 games. And I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what has surprised you, if anything, so far this upcoming season? Um, for me, I'll, I'll start. Uh, you know, I look at the standings, and obviously it's good that my team is in first place, so that's one surprise. But also, um, you know, all three of us picked the Astros, I think, to go to the World Series. <laughs> and I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I mean, we're only, the Astros only played 18 games. But you know they're 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 already six games under five hundred. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's probably like start. as far as the standings go, yeah. my biggest surprise because I thought that team was pretty. I mean, they still are, and granted, a lot could change. But um, you know, they're a pretty stacked team, uh, particularly on pitching. And uh, yeah, just hasn't hasn't looked great so far. Just, uh, some of their younger guys are having a sophomore slump. And, sure. Um, yeah, that's it's a very young team. They got to learn this division ain't going to be handed to them. Right. Right. So, so the rest of that division, and still, when I say that, guys, they're only four games back because yeah, it's a mediocre division. It's yeah, it is. Oakland and Texas are tied for first, being each of them only over two games over five hundred. Yes. So yeah, I, a lot can change there, but in the standings, that's probably my biggest surprise, next to the fact that the White Sox are in first place. Almost the end of April. Yeah, be- between uh, the Astros being down there at six and twelve, and then the Mets. Even though the Mets are nine and seven, and they've had the injuries that they've had, it's like, oh boy, this. Yeah. This, where's that train running? Right. And uh, all of a sudden, the playoff predictions. Not, not to mention my Minnesota Twins uh, are looking pretty. Start poor. off what zero and eleven, I think, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Molitor had them ready. Yeah. Well, hey, they. You know what? They've they've won five games, so. Looking at only eight games under five. Coming back, and and as far as teams that are performing well, I mean, I guess I guess granted it's again sixteen games, but Baltimore's probably p- played uh, a little above expectations so yeah. far. Yeah. Not that you know, I, I think most people thought they'd be a competitive team this mm-hmm. year. Maybe not, you know, a three and a half game lead. Uh, that's the rest of that division hasn't looked very good so far. Um, and then also. You know, the Nationals, while, yes, a lot could change, I would think that teams that start out 13-4 and four usually end up finishing the season pretty strongly, I would guess. Yeah, props to them for coming out, you know, hacking and, and, and getting it yeah. done. Well, and it seems like Dusty Baker's, like, totally turned the attitude of the team around. They were in a bad place last year with Matt Williams, so uh, he got a veteran team. He's the type of manager that's... I think pretty deft at handling um, veteran players. So, so yeah, uh, you know, the fact that he's got them clicking, um, you know, we had a lot of talent to begin with. Maybe he was, yeah. was all they needed. 
You know, I uh, and to see Bryce Harper do what um, to continue to perform at such a high level. He, you know, he, he's this bro, and, and you know, I, I probably, like, would never want to hang out with the guy. No. Uh, and he'll probably, like, be that player for the Yankees that we eventually hate for eight years. Right. Uh, but I've gotten to a point, I think, in my life where it's just nice, nice to see great players just be great. Yeah. And to see him produce at a level where there was a year, year and a half there where people were starting to wonder, is he going to turn into what we thought he was going to be when Mike Trout was already blossomed and right. and turning into an MVP? And and so to see Harper do what he's done over the last couple of years now is I, it's nice to just sit back and appreciate it regardless of whether or not he's a guy you want to root for. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I, and absolutely. And um, he, uh, you know, when you start, when you enter the league at 19, you've kind of got a little bit of time to, yeah. you know, slip up if you if you have to. Yeah, I mean, you're it's you're learning by error. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. On the job training. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and now, obviously, I think that, I think it's safe to say that groove has been found, yeah. and uh, he's uh, he's probably going to be lighting up pitchers for the next 10 years mm-hmm. uh yeah so bad um, news for the indians today did you guys catch uh what happened? carrasco pulled his hammy they think oh, he's gonna be wow. out for a while it was on a crazy looking he went to cover first base and like when he went there to get the ball like it was you can watch it his legs just like mm. collapse oh. under him. yeah it looks really bad so uh the, the indians are gonna have an uphill for a little while right right when kind of the i don't know it was that that was a team when the season started it was a little hard to predict how they were going to fare um levi obviously the biggest story in baseball over the last four or five days has been it's obviously it's (laughs) been jake arietta's continued tear including another hitter that's that surprised me i i didn't think after kind of having a rough playoffs i mean i knew he would come back and be good this year sure to like be right out of the gate like yeah. the first month of baseball he's era like, of like well like, yeah he's he, pitching like mid-season like four that. yeah the my favorite number out of all the stats right now is 68 do you know what that stands for six oh, 68 is, is it innings the cubs run differential Right now. Wow. Plus yeah. minus. Wow. Plus 68. Wow. Yeah. So the Cubs, I, I mentioned, I think I predicted they could possibly score the most runs ever in a world series. If they make it there, it could happen. So yeah. <laughs> if, knowing what happened last year with Arietta, do you think if the Cubs have seven, eight game lead come September one, do they shut them down? And just rest them for the playoffs because do you chalk up last year's playoffs to? Fatigue? I don't know if, if you shut them down completely, but I think they would definitely. I think if we just are that start them, I I think if we're that far ahead, yeah, they're going to limit his pitching, just because they want him to be as strong as he can be in the playoffs. Right. And I don't blame him for that. If you're that far ahead, I mean, if it's like it was last year and it comes down to where you know we're in the wild card game and he has to, you know what I mean? He he. He pitched us to the playoffs last year. Right. He's the reason we got there. Right. It makes you wonder what would have been different if he, if you had won the division and not the wild card. If yeah. He would have pitched completely differently. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, it's it's exciting to watch Levi. Definitely, even even being um, a fan on the the other team on the other side of town, he's he's a lot of fun, and um, he uh, he seems to shake off any adversity that comes his way as well. Well, and it like he's basically he's uh, made it to where like Pilates is acceptable for like baseball players. <laughs> like it's like one of his main workouts. Yeah, but I guess All like right. like. He, that's like one of his major workout things. Like when he talks about like his training and stuff, he talks about he does a lot of Pilates, and so I've I've done Pilates a few times, not enough, but it, <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't get me to Jake Arrieta. It didn't get you to no hitter level. No, it did not. <laughs> it did not. It did not. Um, it really just kind of hurt the next day. <laughs> but anyway, um, they're on the tear but, though. R- Rizzo's yeah. hot right now. The team is Ryan's yeah, coming around. I mean every. It's Dexter old. Fowler, what a pickup in Fowler. the offseason. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's, ter- he's hitting 385, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah. Hayward is Hayward is like we said, I think. He's going to have a little bit of a slow start this year. and um, But he's coming around. He got, I he think he got, today. yeah, he got some RBIs today. So I, Really, the only guy not hitting is Russell, really. Agreed. And then yesterday he hit a home run. And I, he was at bat, and I was like, man, you know, probably – He's kind of struggling right now. It could be like a ground ball or a, a line out straight to a, a fielder. Boom, he hits it out. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're at a point where slumps can be broken pretty easily because, you know, I mean, we're we're dealing with a pretty still, we can say, a still sm- small sample size of games, yeah. here, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, you, you got to be you got to be pretty pleased so far. Levi, you know? Oh, yeah, no complaints. Enjoy. Yeah, shit. Um. Yeah, God, Fowler would probably be the MVP of the season uh, <laughs> today. So uh, his highest WAR rating too among any players so far. So, wow, yeah, uh, that run differential is what gets me though, man. The, I don't know. I need to get into the history books and see sure. when the last time the Cubs had a plus sixty-eight run differential. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's 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 been fun, guys. But uh, Levi mentioned the history books. Unfortunately, another uh, chapter had to close uh, last Thursday, where this is unfortunately becoming a, a pretty common occurrence, where we're uh, we're losing a lot of rock legends. Uh, this one probably, I guess, a little sooner than most people expected. Um, uh, he's, he was 57, which is young considering some of the some of the other people we've lost, and then some of the people of. Some of the people that are still here. Some would of the people ever, are still playing, yeah. Would you ever thought Keith Richards would outlive Prince? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but anyway, so with Prince, guys, obviously this is you know this has kind of dominated the uh, the headlines over the last three or four days. Um, and you know, I have to admit, I I wasn't really following his recent tour, and it seems like it was kind of more just sort of batches of shows here and there, right? Yeah, and, like... It was uh, just and him and a piano, bunch. right? And he would announce them a few days before. Yeah, it was just him and the piano, and, you know, he kind of toured in, over the last few years, at least, in sort of a little bit of an unorthodox way, you know, where... And, and I don't know, maybe this is becoming a little more common with some bands, but it was just kind of like, you know, he would do two or three shows in in, in one of the larger markets, sometimes smaller markets, too, but mainly the larger markets... Um, and it would be smaller venues, you know, l- sort of larger theaters, maybe. And then, you know, he would still do those arena tours. And those were the ones that were like, you know, really heavily promoted. You know, the ones that 
kind of had a, a lot of backing behind them, I guess. Um, but it was cool to see that, that he was, you know, as I, as I, I studied some of these set lists that he's been playing recently, it was cool to see, um, somebody, uh, really, you know, he, he did something different every night. It looked like, you know, I mean, some of the same tunes, but he would, you know, they were in a different order. He would throw in some unexpected covers, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Last cool. night on Saturday night live, I, uh, I happened to catch it right before it was coming on, so I had the frame of mind to DVR it. Um, they did a whole tribute to Prince, all of his performances from SNL. Oh, no and kidding. And the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary party they had, like private party. Yeah, which was like, just like what, maybe like a year or two ago? It was like, yeah, it was a big jam session, and like Jimmy Fallon was kind of hosting it, and like people were coming and going all night. Like Paul McCartney played, and like they just, it was like a stage with instruments. And all night long, the party went on, and people just got up and played. Well, by the end of the night, like a ton of people are on stage, and Prince is there, and he comes and he gets on stage, and they played the clip of that. Someone. Someone was there filming it. It was the first time it was like ever seen besides... Oh, it hadn't been broadcast. It had never been broadcast. And they showed it last night. And it was him doing a... He did Let's Go Crazy. But it was cool to see because he's an artist that's been around and he's been playing these songs for decades. It was like this cool, a little bit slowed down jam version of Mm -hmm. Let's Go Crazy. And uh, the crowd just was loving it. Like Maya Rudolph's next to him, like singing and... She can melt it out too. Chris Rock and Jimmy Fallon are singing backup vocals. It, it's a really cool video. I, uh, nice. Yeah. If you, I don't know if it's on YouTube. Somebody might have yeah. taken it down already. Yeah, which brings up the point of how strict they've been with the takedown requests. Uh, yeah. In print oh, over the last several he, years. Even when he was live, yeah. The it, he had like a team of people doing that. You know. What I, I mean? on, on our Facebook feed, I had posted a link to his last show. There's a recording, an aud- a pretty good audience. Yeah, record. right. Down, right. But I took it down because I was like, I don't know, maybe they'll they'll take that down eventually. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, for anybody's listening, it's still up. Go to panicstream.net and uh, to the vault, and you'll see uh, you'll see Prince's last show from Atlanta. It was a little over a week ago. So uh, so yeah, and it was it was just him and a piano. But um, let's talk about that, guys. You know, he had always been. Um, pretty anti-streaming and i don't know was he anti like his, or his songs on itunes as well yeah he was actually you know kind of a um forerunner for this digital distribution right and you know he had his he had his uh, uh own club where uh, people would get yeah. exclusive tracks and everything got distributed through the website he'd you know he'd win awards for his um, uh, for his revolutionizing, so to speak, of of this um, of the internet as distributing music, and so yeah, he, you know, he had dominated iTunes at one point, and uh, uh, but then yeah, it all started to come down. I don't know if it was because of a, a deal with Title or something uh, to distribute his, one of his latest albums, and I I, I don't I, I I'm a proponent of you know. Um, paying for music and preventing uh, some of the um, uh, the pirate sites from distributing full albums, just like torrents of albums. Sure. Yeah. Free. That's, that's but, that. Yeah. But when it's, uh, when it's like, you know, a music subscri- subscription service, that's totally legit. Or if it's, 
you know, a minute 36 second cut of a live concert that somebody filmed on their iPhone uh, that seems to go above and beyond uh, the, con- I assume he's a control freak. And, you know, that's what made him like a really enigmatic artist was that he has a vision. And so he also had a vision for how his music was distributed and what was out there to review. And, and unfortunately, then when he dies and you don't actually have any hard copies, you can't like find anything. Um, sure. Oh, yeah. There's been a giant run in, in all the record stores across the United yeah, States. And I bet more than like, say, Bowie, because you, you can't find it on itunes or google play mm-hmm. and uh and yeah that was that was kind of frustrating i, I listened to the 2008 coachella uh performance that uh was was awesome it didn't sound great um the recording wasn't great the performance was great yeah uh, that was a one where you uh famously did radiohead's creep and and come together it was a lot of fun too uh and yeah that was just kind of what i had to settle for mm-hmm yeah, I uh, I found NBC posted the Super Bowl halftime show he did in its right. entirety. So I did watch that, and his version of Foo Fighters' "Best of You" is really good. I thought I uh, I don't like, like the song. I, yeah, it's pouring rain, and yeah. it's like just the way he's singing it and everything. It it works for Prince. And, Unfortunately uh, for me, the Super Bowl halftime show isn't watchable because my Chicago Bears lost that Super Bowl. And right, I know. Oh, uh, seven one, huh? Yeah, I can't relive. I can't relive that. <laughs> I know, right? It's too uh, soon. Too soon. You know but, what, uh, guys? Go ahead, Levi. I'm no, sorry. I was going to say just a like uh, probably a month and a half ago, I was at a store and I hadn't heard a song of his in a long, long time. And I was talking to Jonathan a little bit about it before the podcast. This album is from 94. It's called The Gold Experience. And um, okay. the big hit off of here is called P Control. And the P, if you, everybody at home who's underage, right. mittens, it stands for what you think it stands for. And so uh, Just kidding. I, I remember the first time I ever heard this song was probably one of the first times in my just turned 18 adulthood visits to the gentleman's club in <laughs> and so i will never forget the opening line to it because it says good morning ladies and gentlemen boys and motherfucking girls this is the captain with no name speaking and i'm here to rock your world and then a girl is naked in front of me and so i just thought that's how all prince music like all prince music was made for women to strip to but i was wrong there are ballads and so yeah. There's a, uh, th- I was watching a concert. I'm sorry, did you have more to? No, I was okay, going to okay, say, okay. I happened to see Prince that Prince is DTF. CD. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> he's DTF and he's, he's NSFW 24-7. I was, I was watching a YouTube concert from 1982 earlier today, and it made me blush. Uh, some of the cuts on there. First of all, I mean, some of the guitar work. Uh, a lot of his guitar, we'll get into this, is phenomenal. And what he was doing in 1982 with the guitar uh, was absolutely, you know, kind of cutting edge in terms of what people... Because oh, yeah. people weren't doing much with guitars in the 80s, but well, he there's was. A, yeah, there's a famous <laughs> quote, like, I don't know when, it was either in the 80s or 90s, I believe. Somebody asked Eric Clapton, like, oh, what's it like to be the best guitar player in the world? And he said, I don't know, go ask Prince. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean he's and, he's a guitarist, guitarist, and and you know he's his name though. Even though you know people in the know know how awesome he was at guitar, yeah. um, 
he uh, his name is not mentioned along the grades. You know, people think of him as a pop musician. Most and, people. And we whiffed when we made our guitarist bracket. I know, we I know. We whiffed. made a guitarist bracket a year ago, and we didn't even put him on. That was a that was a crime. A criminal. Yeah. Um, There's but, a lot but, of guys we didn't get on there. Sure, we'll do oh, another. Yeah. We'll do another. Um, but yeah, you know, he's not he's not mentioned among the greats. He's mentioned among the great musicians, but not necessarily the great no. guitarist. Uh, which is unfair because all you had to do was go to YouTube and. and oh yeah, the the well, just watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while my guitar gently weeps. Oh yeah, that'll 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 quiet any doubters right there. And there's a, there's a really good um, uh, uh, piece on ironically MTV.com. A guy wrote a piece that's that's kind of a, a minute by second by second annotation of that performance and why it, it is as great as as it is and why it should be considered. Uh, quite great and so it includes a lot of stills and and um uh i i highly recommend uh reading that too uh if you haven't watched even got tom petty to crack a smile it's interesting because he approaches the the author approached the idea that petty was like a little myth there for a second you could tell you could tell and then petty smiles and then yeah and then petty's like okay yeah yeah you you could you kind of wondered at first, like, oh, man, he's killing it. But do like, do they think he's a stage hog, you know, like, um, sure they do. But he's effing Prince. Yeah, you, you, knew, you, you knew. were signing up. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. You knew what you were going to get. And Danny was on board. Danny Harris and George's son. If he's on board, oh, yeah. it doesn't and he matter. was smiling like there's sure. part where he's like on the floor, like rolling around and they show him and Danny's just got like a huge grin. Yeah, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they got that guy in the audience, like catching him. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Come on. Everybody. Everybody's yeah. got to have a. A hype guy to catch you. Throws up that guitar, it never lands. Yeah, that's the beauty. The stage. That, yeah, yeah like that's just that's just a fucking Tuesday for Prince. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway. Um so so yeah, but anyway, I was watching that concert uh from eighty two and like halfway through it, I can't believe that he wasn't like arrested for <laughs> what he did uh, to that I guitar. And uh like I said, it made me blush. I highly recommend checking it out because it's a hell of a performance. Yeah, I've seen the clips where it's like he's playing guitar and the dances are on him and he's like bending over, like licking their stomachs and stuff. And it's just like, it's like, how did that not? Yeah. Well, let, let me say this about this performance. It was only him and his guitar was very, very phallic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he was uh, kind of like the second sort of kind of semi-androgynous artist we lost. Right. And, and, and I think... Yeah, I'm sorry. And with the boat, and I think the outpouring of respect was very similar. Yeah, right. Universally, think, you know, guys, let's talk a little bit about like, you know, with Prince. I have to admit, I don't know a lot of the catalog past the album Levi mentioned, the Gold Experience. Right, I don't even know that one that well. Uh, I I don't know much out like a lot of people. I don't know much of the catalog after the Love Symbol album. You know, when he kind of just went all symbolic on us um <laughs> symbolic is a figure <laughs> literally symbolic on us. um anyway guys does it matter that like there was sort of like 20 years plus of or yeah about almost 20 years plus of sort of albums that um you know weren't, weren't aren't well known you know yes. what I mean? Like, I, I, I mean, think he it's put out okay. a shitload of albums. Like 39 like, or, or no, even yeah. more than that. So record, I, yeah. yeah, 38 or 39 studio records. Yeah. I, I think I, it's okay for the fact that 
popular music tastes and critics tastes and fans tastes change. Sure. So yeah. if you go back and listen to some of that, a lot of it sounds, I mean, it sounds like Prince. He wasn't going to change his sound right. to make it more popular to sell records. No, no. And, and a I mean, lot of it's really jazzy and like yeah. a lot of it's weird. Well, I was and... going to say, you <laughs> could say the same thing about like, I mean, Stevie Wonder's made some sure. probably decent records since the yeah. 70s or 80s. And we still hold him you know, in a high regard. I think like right now, Stevie Wonder, Paul McCartney, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, they're all in like a hyperbaric chamber underground right now. The <laughs> government is like, we cannot have one of you die this year as well. We've got, we've got to get, we've got to get in a couple more tours. I think that if, uh, and, and, and just like you said, Gabe, I'm not familiar with, with a yeah. lot of that, that latter half of his career. Uh, I, I have a lot of respect to, to be, punching out albums, you know, one or two a year for, yeah. for the last 20 years versus like what the stones do is just like one every like seven or eight years. That's subpar. Sure. Um, I don't care if every one of his records is, is considered subpar for the last 20 yeah. years of his career. If he's pumping them out every year, then he has the right motivation uh, to be yeah. doing what he's doing. And it's, it's, it's weird. Like just some of the backing that came with some of those though. And I, I agree with you there, Jonathan. Yeah. He always, he seems like he always wanted to, make music that he wanted to make but um in 2004 he came out with this record called musicology right um and that seemed to sort of be like the one that like got a lot of attention like it, it seemed if i remember correctly like it was kind of billed as like a comeback record even though he had been putting out he never really stopped putting out right albums, yeah. you know i don't know if it's just because that one was on columbia you know it was on a big label where some of the other stuff was you know, I, I assume independently released or he, he released it on his own. Um, so, yeah, every once in a while, an album of his would come out that would, you know, kind of get a little bit of buzz. But as Levi had mentioned, you know, the music not only have tastes changed, but also just the industry's changed as well. And um, it's uh, it's a little easier to release. It'll be things. interesting to see how his estate deals with the supposed vault of material. Yeah. Some people have said there are hundreds of songs. Some people have said there's like thousands of songs. You know, he was just a dude sure. probably recording every day, you know, just, uh, supposedly he was found in his elevator on it, on the way to the studio. He was going down sure. to record. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there are thousands of songs, but it will be interesting knowing that he's such a control freak, you know, that, that he had that stipulated in his in his will, um, uh, what could be done with the music though? Yeah, you know, uh, between you know guys like Jeff Buckley, Tommy Bolin, you know, the shit just like starts coming out anyway. And... Right. Yeah, the quality of it kind of varies sometimes with Bolin stuff. But I've been um... kind of jaded ever since they released uh, that Jeff Buck those Jeff Buckley sessions that he specifically said he never wanted to see the light of day. And I actually, I've respected that, and I've never listened to him, because right. he's like, nah, I don't want people to hear him. So, okay, I, what you produced is, is good enough. I, I can live on that. For, you know. That's mighty ethical of you. Um, I uh, it, it is. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's admirable. I, when it comes to, I'm not trying to sound smart with that. It's just, I, um, you know, I probably don't always do that when, like, a bootleg is out there. You know, like, I, I'm... Like, I, I don't steal any music or, or anything like that, but, like, right. I, I listen to things that I assume the band, the band, with YouTube, I mean, the band didn't have any say in that, 
that get yeah. posted. You know, well, it, um, like five, six, seven years ago, there was like these official bootleg series of CDs that were getting released, and there was a Leonard Skinner one. I know. But I want to yeah. say is it in like Wales or? Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, Dude, and it's awesome, and it's oh, yeah. like wow, man! Like if there wasn't a project like this around, I would have never heard that. Don't get yeah. me wrong; I'll listen to to bootlegs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also kind of trust trust the artist judgment if they're like, I don't want these specific sessions to come out. If I, it's I'm a public I know what you mean. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know. What, if I would have known that, like about the Jeff Buckley, like I wouldn't have listened to. I did. I have to say, I didn't. Sure. And and I don't. I don't. I don't think ill of anybody who does. And I might eventually, anyway. But yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm with you with the live stuff, though. It's like, well, you know, and yes, it's their it's their performance. It's like, well, you know, you did perform it in front of an audience, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, a pain people that bought tickets, you performed it in front of them. But you know, I've always been so pro taping. You know, just like that's like. That's like the holdover from my my, my 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 granola years of music, you know. Like I'm I'm, to, I'm totally pro taping. Still got the uh, dad. Yeah, but like not all bands are cool with it. Um, right. And uh, I I doubt Prince was, you know. So um, so yeah. But yeah. I, I I have to admit, you know, I listened to his last show earlier today yeah. uh, or yesterday. And it's just and it, you know, you gotta. You take it for what it is. It's just cool to have that like slice of history out there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. It, it, In fact, I got to listen to his last show. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that it has to get to be about profit, and if people click on the link, you get money because they viewed your video or whatnot, or you know what I mean. You posted that video of Prince, but now you're profiting off the clicks of it or whatnot. Sure, it's hard to though. It is it's real yeah. hard to make much of a profit on YouTube. But but also on that note, Levi, I would say that. You know, when it comes to like obviously like, you know, people pirating the studio stuff on BitTorrent sites, that's that's another story. But I would say most people put put the live stuff out there from bands that don't authorize it just yeah. just out of Yeah. You know, yeah. And I, I'm a bit hypocritical, you know? I guess, because I don't really blush at the at the live stuff, but the studio stuff, it's like, no, I, I want to pay for the studio stuff because I, I want to give like the artist the money. I, I think that they deserve yeah. the money if, if I enjoy it enough. Yeah, absolutely. And with the live stuff as well, you know, I mean, it's it's almost kind of a promotional tool for the bands, you know, I mean, like like Kiss, for instance, like they post fan clips on their official website, you know, where where Simmons has has made it well known what he thinks of the current state of the music industry. And, and, you know, they're still they still let you stream their albums and everything like that. But, you know, he's been very vocal about, you know, the Internet kind of hurting the artist and and killing the industry, so to speak. But at the same time, you know, they use they use those clips as, you know, it's it's the fans sharing the experience. So you, they post that, and it might motivate some people to buy a ticket. You know? Yeah. 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 I uh, uh, I agree. You know? Yeah. Come around, and I'll I'll see you. If I haven't seen you before, if I haven't already given you my money, I'm still ready to give you my money. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, I, so with the print stuff, it'll be interesting to see how it trickles out. Um, you know, I, I just hope that they get it streaming again, put it yeah. on, you know, available with the music subscription services. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, gosh, cause to, I don't know if they will, man. I, yeah, he, he's very pro. I want people to pay for my music or he was. Yeah. Well, and you do pay for it when you're streaming. You do, but, I mean, they, 
the, it's the, not the, in the traditional. It's not the same in the. He's used to getting money from CDs and records. Yeah. So when he, I'm sure when the first time he saw a check from a streaming service, he was like, "There's some zeros." Because <laughs> he did. Levi's right. He did have it on there for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was briefly on there. Because I remember, I remember when I was on RDO, like enjoying the whole catalog for a little while. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh, that changed probably when. Uh, what is the window? after an artist dies that you can go into a record store and buy their records without feeling shame for not having already owned them. Oh. Cause like the, going in the next day and buying like the entire Prince catalog, you can buy it, but you have to feel a little bit of shame that you didn't. And this is as most stores. Most, most stores nowadays are going to think that you're reselling. them. Honestly. Oh yeah. Good point. If you're there the day after someone dies buying an album of theirs, they're going to think you're probably unless buying. they know you, unless you go to a record. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a regular, yeah. um, you know, I, I bet I've seen 15 copies of purple rain in the last three months, but you won't anymore. I won't probably for a long time. I haven't seen any Bowie records in a long time, Yeah. you know? And, uh, and I'm just That's, talking about CDs, even. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'll, I'll occasionally see Purple Rain. I don't ever hardly see 1999 on CD used. They did a 30th anniversary of Purple Rain, didn't they? Um, yeah, so like that. Uh, they yeah, they did. Yeah, it got, it got the, the uh, 30th anniversary treatment. Yeah. 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 Um, so I guess yeah. maybe six months. It, you could not <laughs> feel shame. After yeah, that. over under six months. Like to order it, like go, to go into a record store to order it. You're like, uh, I'm looking for this gentleman by the name of Prince. I'm like, I'm, and I, you guys know me, I don't buy a lot of music anymore. Like, buy the CD. I mean, I stream. Physical, right? yeah. You don't yeah, buy physical. I, occasionally a, a record every once in a while, uh, like a vinyl copy. But I might get Around the World today on vinyl. I've always really liked that record. I, I bet I, I saw that like three weeks ago, and I had it in my hands, but I was like, uh,. That's my I just, favorite. I didn't buy it. I think that's I think that's his best work. Um, and he's got some other good ones too, but that's his uh, you know, he just kind of like just middle of the decade, middle of his popularity, he just like cranked up the psychedelic, you know. Well, and so Sign of the Times is his first album without the revolution, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was with the new power. The, the, so yeah, ev- the evolution of Prince is I think is the re- the revolution then him solo for a little bit, then the new power generation. Right. Right. And then him solo again. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Excellent. Well, uh, everybody, you uh, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Uh, you can listen to us on. Uh, I'm sorry. You can listen to us. Go to rockchew.com where you can find all of our episodes, uh, as well as some of the links to the cool things we've talked about, album recommendations, some of our baseball card episodes as well. Uh, and then also you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rock in Chew. That's Rock as in the new power generation. Um, <laughs> I had to. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can find us on inter- Twitter and Instagram at Rock in Chew. Also, like us on Facebook, please. Tell all of your friends. Give us a review on on, on iTunes. And yes, give us a review on iTunes or any of the, the sites. That We're also now on the Google yes. Play Store. Google Play Store. We're on that as well. Um, you know, a lot of the... Uh, uh, podcast apps, you can get us in there too as well. So however you listen to us, if you have the chance to review the podcast, please do. It would help us out uh, as well as just spread the good word. So uh, until next time, everybody, we'll see you. Take care. Thanks. Thanks.